guys, this is Ashley with Beauty and Swagger, Freelancer Lifestyle Podcast. Welcome back. And on this podcast episode, episode three, today we are going to talk, talk about Upwork, which is a wonderful platform for freelancers and agencies to connect with businesses around the globe seeking specialized talent. So what I'll do today is kind of walk you through the, the generalized uh, mission and vision of Upwork and how their platform works. And then we'll go into kind of the getting started process with Upwork and then how to navigate the site in order to get ready to submit your first proposal for uh, freelancing work. So I'll do this more on the freelancer side. There's definitely a way, ways in which agencies can um, use this platform and utilize it to to win business as well too but i'm coming from a freelancer's perspective since i'm doing this on a solo basis so once you log on to upwork.com it takes you kind of through their their general page where it introduces you to all the wonders of upwork so uh, one of the first things to note um, when you're coming on to upwork is it, it really hones in on specialized skills, whether it be web development, mobile development, design, digital marketing, accounting, customer service, admin support, just really those those type of specialized skills that can be remotely done. Because a lot of these, these job positions that are listed on Upwork are remote positions. Some of the clients do, if you live within the area, will ask for you to come to the office but uh, definitely, especially now during these times, uh, these positions will be 100% remote. So again, when you're kind of navigating the first page, you're able to see all of the different specialized skills that are really championed on the Upwork site. And then on the top menu bar, you can um, go into their solutions page and look at all the different business sizes and departments that they work with. And then there's the login section and the sign up section. And then there's also a green button for post a job, but that's more on the client facing side. So if you're looking to sign up and get your freelancing profiles started, you'll go ahead and click the uh, sign up tab on their main page. And basically it'll take you to a page um, where you can either sign in with your, your Google account, if you have a Gmail account, or you can use your, your email to sign up as well. So if you were to do that, it would take you to the kind of standardized page where it would ask for some more information about you uh, to get the the profile, your profile page kind of started and kicked off. And then once you, you sign in and after you verify your email address, you'll have access to the, the Upwork uh, freelancing page. So it will take you to the to kind of the first dashboard page where it will land on find work and this is where you're going to be able to have visibility into all of the jobs that are being listed currently and on your left hand side you'll have a number of different filters and categories that you can edit to help pull very um i would like to say granular searches based on specifically what you're looking for that align with your skill sets and then on the right hand side of the find work page you'll see your my profile section with visibility, availability, and the number of connections that you have, which we'll, we'll go into a little bit more in, in this uh, podcast. 
So on the find work page, there's a couple of call outs. So on the top menu bar, there is the, the Upwork logo that takes you back to that home page that gives you more about the company and the great work that they're doing, connecting freelancers and agencies with business partners. And then of course you have your free text search bar where you can kind of start, you know, quickly searching for jobs that might be listed within the platform. And then again, the uh, kind of next menu selections would be find work. And in that drop down menu, you can go into the page that you're, you're first routed to, which is the find work page. You can go back to any saved jobs that you might have saved. And then you can also look at any proposals that you're currently working on. And we'll go, we'll go through what a proposal looks like. And then also um, look at your profile and how people might see it externally um, when they're viewing the freelancer profiles. And then also once you start building some steam up within the site and landing contracts, your My Stats section will, will help you to kind of keep a pulse on how you're rating within the site with clients and you know how, how successful you are on the job. And then Upwork also has a section called Upwork Readiness Test. And this is just a way to add um, some quick certifications to your profile so you can take tests that, that Upwork has uploaded on their platform that will help you kind of check off on certain certifications that will be more enticing to the client when they're reviewing the freelancer um, profiles. And then the next drop down menu on the top menu bars are my jobs. So uh, once you start landing the contracts, you can manage your jobs that are current or any um, jobs that you have finished or closed out. And then you can also review your contracts. So once you do um, land any type of job or providing any type of specialized skills, you'll enter into a contract, which is managed through Upwork, being the uh, liaison between the client and the freelancer. And you'll be able to manage your contracts there. And then also you can manage your work diary and we'll go a little bit more into that. But the work diary is if you're on an hourly contract with some of the clients, they might have you track your time on, in, uh, in the desktop app. So it will have, it will visually show you your work diary of the work that you've done and then grab screenshots from, from your laptop, your PC or your Mac uh, and, and document that in your work diary. And then the next drop down menu next to my jobs is reports. So this just gives you an overview of how you're doing on the site. You can have specialized reports that show you the type types of jobs you're landing, the clients you're working with. You can view your timesheet details. You can um, do a time analysis. I mean, it just, it runs the gamuts with the different types of reports so that you can keep on, on track of your, your earnings with your client. And this really helps with you know, landing other positions externally from the site or beefing up your resume or working through your, your taxes, especially if you're a 1099. And then the next drop down menu or button on the top menu bar is messages. So this is where, you know, when you're interfacing with, with clients, your messages will pop up and you can manage that as well too. So if we keep moving to the right, then it moves more to these icons. So with the question mark icon, this, this leads you to the help and support section. And also they have discussions and forums. And um, I will say, take the time to, to get on those discussions and forums because it really highlights best practices 
with working with Upwork and just really becoming a successful freelancer and landing those contracts. And then you just have this abundance of wealth and knowledge from people who have been in the industry for a while and have, have really been innovative in their approach to landing these contracts. And then the next icon is a bell icon. So this will alert you to anything that, any kind of alerts that you'll have within the Upwork system, whether it be a payment due, a payment you've made, um, a payment received, uh, a contract received. So these will be kind of alerts and you'll wanna keep up on those as you grow your credibility within the site. <clears throat> and then the next icon is a little paper plane icon. And this um, really has to do with once you become well seasoned and if you do wanna bring an external client, so say you're out and about and you've met somebody and they're really interested in the work that you do but aren't clients attached to the Upwork platform, you're able to create um, a virtual contract to send to them to help pull them, or a virtual proposal, I should say, that, to help pull them into the site so you guys can interface within Upwork. And then the last icon is your profile icon, which you can customize with, with a picture. It's pretty standard for any type of login profile icon. But when you click on that, you can manage your online visibility or you can be invisible. So if you want to search for jobs and not you know, be visible on the site while you're doing it, showing your, your online so you can kind of, in your own cadence, look through things and, and nobody will bother you with messages. But I typically stay online because that's what I'm there to do is to be able to interface with clients. And then you can also manage different profiles. So if you have a freelancer profile, you can manage any of the settings with that. And then if you um, <clears throat> end up, you know, starting a client profile because you're you're offering digital marketing services or what have you, or web development services, and you want to be able to reach out to clients but have other freelancers that work under you, you can in turn create a client page. But I'm more, more focused on the freelancing, but there are many different services for client pages. Like I said, agencies utilize Upwork to land businesses because some of these larger scale companies need a team to come in rather than a solo person. So they can definitely use that. And then of course you have your settings and then your logout features. So that's kind of the top menu bar of Upwork to help you navigate that first dashboard page once you log in. So on the first page, the find work, this is, this is what we want, this is why we're on here. We wanna be able to search these positions and then submit proposals for the ones that best align with our skill sets or we're interested in. So like I said, on the left-hand side, you have the ability to filter with a number of different facets. Uh, so if you're uh, US-based and you only want to interface with clients that are US-based, you can you know, dial your search down to that or filter for that. Or you can also apply for worldwide positions as well too. And then you can also manage your feed. So once you start clicking yay or nay on the types of jobs that, that appear in the, the find work feed, it will start to run algorithms and remember the type of jobs that you are liking or not liking. And then those jobs will either fall off your feed or the ones that you like that are similar to that will start to pick up on your feed. And then you can also create different categories based on the different types of services. So customer support, technical support, data entry, 
web research, project management. I mean, just the list goes on, SEO, SEM. You can search by categories in which the clients have tagged as the primary focus of the, the job, job requisite. So if we look at the kind of the, the scroll down option, the infinite scrolling for the jobs, you'll see in this view, just kind of a quick snippet of what the job is about, whether it's a fixed price or hourly rate. And what I mean by that is a fixed price. There is a job that you can do for a fixed price in which you'll get paid at the end of the job or the contract versus hourly, you'll get paid out. I think the cadence with Upwork is on a weekly basis once you submit those invoices to the client and they're approved. So just depending on how you, once you start to get into the logistics of payment, you can choose whether or not, it, you know, based on what the client is willing to do, whether it be a fixed price or hourly price. So again, once you're searching and you find a job listing that you really like, you would click on it and it would bring you to a new window opening that, that job request. So once you get into the open window, you'll see a lot more detail about the position that you are interested in. And it will give you more background on the, um, the job position, the specialized skills, the client, uh, where the client is based, the client's history within Upwork and how successful they are in hiring people. Um, it's just a super ton of visibility into the, the job that's posted, how much work this is going to create for you in your business. And you know, the client's success of being, being a great person to enter into a contract with. So Upwork does a great job of giving you all that visibility in, in this um, open job window. And you are able to look at the skills and ex expertise that they're looking for. You can look at the activity on the job. So one of the cool sections of this is seeing how many pr proposals have been submitted, how many people they're interviewing, the number of invites they've sent out, and how many people have answered those invites, just to see kind of the, the um, I guess, the how do I say this? Like the hunger for the, the job or the position. Uh, it lets you know how hungry people are to, to get into this same contract that you're looking at. And then it also lists out the client's history. So not only do the clients get to give fee, uh, freelancers feedback, but freelancers can also rate the client on their level of interaction. And then it also lists the different types of jobs that they, they've posted how long it's lasted in the billable hours that were billed for that job, just so you can get a sense of, of what you want to propose in your proposal. So after you've kind of looked through the different job types, saved the jobs you've liked, now you're, you're, you're ready to, you know, get into the process of submitting a proposal. So one of the things, interesting things that Upwork has developed over the years are these things called connections. So you get a bucketed amount of connections, usually 60 when you first start out. 
and you use these connections to be able to submit a proposal to a job. And I think Upwork has really done great with this because it protects the freelancers and the clients. So on a, a freelancer perspective, it, it slows you down to make you think about which proposals that you are really serious about instead of just spamming all the clients and sending out all these automated responses and proposals. You really have to use your connections wisely in order to submit those proposals that you you really think your skill set skill sets align with and that um, you're really passionate about. And then also it you know, lets the client know that you're serious as well too. Uh, because now if you do need to get more available connections and you can look at this in the, the, you know, the settings section, you have to purchase additional connections once you run out of the, the bucketed amount they give you. And just to give you kind of a sense for one proposal, it's about six connections. So it costs 15 cents for um, different buckets of connections. So I think it goes anywhere from 15, 20, 40, 60, 80 and up. And um, you just buy those connections. So it holds the, the freelancer more accountable too, because the client is also paying uh, for services on their side. So that's really, you know, another um, great feature that Upwork has kind of worked in there to make this a safe a safe platform to to look for these freelancing opportunities. So once you're ready to submit a proposal, uh, up on the top right hand side, there's a green um, button that you click that says submit a proposal. And it will bring you to the proposal stage. And, and what I usually recommend you guys do is take at least 10 to 15 minutes to work on these proposals, some a little bit longer if they're more dialed in and you know, more of an, an intense project because clients can sniff a fake proposal out or an automated proposal out just like that. They're, they're used to being inundated and seeing, and what we call the market is oversaturated. So you're, you're gonna have to be more creative and authentic and all uh, have some authenticity when you're um, submitting these proposals that will really catch the eye of the client letting them know that you've read through their, their proposal. You've done some research because sometimes they'll let you know what, what website their company is or attach additional documents and let, let them know that you've done the research and you're really interested in it. So um, that's one of my feedbacks to you is please take your time and be genuine about when you want to submit a proposal. But uh, once you get into the proposal stage, Again, you'll see how many connections it takes to submit a proposal, the job details, the hours, the expertise level, the length of the project. And then you'll go into your terms uh, window <clears throat> on the page and then you'll start negotiating the terms of the contract, whether it's an hourly or fixed rate. And it will kind of give you, Upwork will kind of give you a nice little client budget range so you know whether or not you, you know you're gonna fall into the range of what the client is looking for. And then Upwork does do, they have an Upwork service fee. So for new, newer people submitting proposals to a new client, they normally take 20%. And then you can go online and figure out their tiered schedules. So the longer you work with a client and, and the more successful you are, the less Upwork takes service fees out. So, uh, and then it will give you kind of a generalized amount that you will receive after service fees. 
and then you can add additional details like a cover letter or answer any additional questions they have attached to their project. And then you have the option to upload project files too as well. So if you're a web developer, you know, upload screenshots of all the websites that you've worked on. Um, if you're a graphic designer, upload your portfolios or links to your web to, to show the client the type of work that you can do. Don't have them always guessing or having to answer that question first. You know, be, be very proactive in that step. Or also if you have a web page to, you know, reroute them to that as well. So once you've kind of filled in all of the, you know, initial details to submit the proposal, you'll go ahead and click it and the client will be alerted that you submitted a proposal with whoever else has reached out as well. And then they'll be able to, you know, go through all those proposals and reach out to you if, you know, if it looks like sort of a fit for a first interview. So that's kind of the, the proposal phase. But uh, right now we'll jump into how we craft our profiles with on Upwork to make ourselves more, I guess, enticing to the clients. Because what what you will initially happen when you submit that proposal and you put those those little bit of tidbits and information within the proposal, they'll actually also have a view to your profile. So if you click on on the top menu bar, find work, and then drop down to the profile section. It'll pull up your profile page, which will show a picture of you. Um, it'll give you a job success score rating. That's when you start landing jobs, your location, your local time. And then um, you'll have your general profile, and then you'll be able to add specialized profiles as well too. Uh, you know, if you have some specialized skills that you really want a, to submit in a proposal, that lets a client know that you really know how to do the work that they are uh, they are putting a job posting out there for. But basically on your profile, you, you'll have a, you know, a pretty you know, creative tagline and then introduce yourself to your client. You might wanna you know, throw some skill sets in there, give them a little back history on you know, your uh, professional work experience, and then, you know, give them a little bit of, about yourself. I mean, you don't have to get too personal, but uh, you can let them know the type of hobbies that you're in and how that even helps strengthen the, the skill sets that you will, you have for the type of proposals that you're submitting. And then on your profile, it will also give you the ability to attach videos. So if you have videos or a YouTube channel or something like that, um, definitely attach that too as well. Uh, we know people are more inclined to, to click a quick video and watch that rather than to, to read through a, a, a huge profile. And then it will let you can kind of go ahead and fix your hourly rate on there. Uh, so down at the bottom, it will let you kind of edit your hourly rate. And then once you start earning money, it will show you how much you've earned within the platform, the number of jobs and hours that you've worked. Also, there's a really cool new section that I have not utilized yet, which is popular projects. So you can start adding, you know, showcasing custom projects on your profile to attract more clients because a lot of times they will want to see some sort of portfolio of the work that you've done and other clients that you've worked with. So you can kind of jump the gun and already have that on your profile for the clients to view. And then of course it has work history and feedback. So any type of work that you've you've done with clients within the Upwork platform, they'll rate you 
do a review and then other clients that look at your profile will be able to see your work history within the platform and see that you're very successful. So that's really your profile and, and I want to encourage people to take the time to, to make it as creative as possible. I mean, there are some limitations to the stuff that you can add, but make it as ticing as possible because you have to be in the mindset that everybody is doing this on the platform. So you want to make sure that your profile stands out among the rest. So that's the profile section. And like I said, that links to when you submit proposals, they'll have access to your profile and be able to learn uh, a lot more about you. And uh, I think Upwork does a great job as you start landing contracts with their platform to champion you. Um, so one of the things that I like to tell people is once you really start landing contracts within Upwork, completing them, getting, getting stellar ratings and reviews, your job success level goes up. And instead of you having to, you know, go find work, which is great. I mean, go out there and look for the stuff that you're passionate about. Clients, you'll start to, to fall into clients' cues based off of your job success rate and the, the amount of money you earned your location. And then clients will start reaching out to you. So uh, it's a good feeling when you, you know, have to turn down some some job positions because you're getting too many too many requests uh, but then again you know if you're a hustler definitely get out there and, and apply and win as many as you can to your to your capacity level but like i said this is just kind of a, an introduction into how to get started and kicked off on the upwork platform uh, i hope this was was helpful this is from my lens and my view of using Upwork. And again, I'm in the digital marketing space, um, global operations manager, senior brand asset management, uh, digital asset management, um, just a number of different things that I, I typically go for. But I, I like to say I love to learn new things too, so I'm not afraid to reach out to things that I haven't done before to add to my skill sets. So thank you guys for joining me. Uh, again, I hope this introduction to Upwork was helpful. Please take the jump and the leap to get on Upwork.com and start your profile and start building your credibility and landing those contracts. Because I'll tell you it will only lead to, to good things, whether it beefs up your, your profile on the site or it leads to other external things too as well. So thanks again for joining me. This is Ashley with Beauty and Swagger, Freelancer's Lifestyle Podcast, and I'll see you guys next time. Let's get it.